You're listening to a Bellingcat Discord server stage talk titled 2022 Server Review. The talk features Bellingcat investigator Giancarlo Fiorella and Discord server moderator Sarah and Subtle Knife. The three spoke about the history of the Discord server, its growth in 2022, and what their plans are for the server in 2023. The stage talk was hosted by Giancarlo Fiorella, Sarah, and Subtle Knife on December 29th, 2022. Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming to this uh, stage talk. It's the first stage talk with video. So if you're, uh, I don't know, just listening to this and you've got your phone in your pocket, well, you can uh, you can see what we look like if you want. Um, you can just take your phone out and and uh, and take a look at us. Both Sarah and I have our cams on, so that's exciting. Um, I see Subtle Knife has her hand up. I'm going to invite you to speak as well. Um, what was he going to say? Am I recording this? Yeah, I'm really out of it. Oh, yeah, I am. Uh, so thank you so much for coming. Um, this is the last stage talk of the year. I'm Giancarlo Fiorella. I'm joined here by Sarah and Subtle Knife, who are our two moderators. We are going to talk to you about the server and how it's uh, developed over time, over the past year, and uh, about some of the challenges that we faced in, in running the server and about some of the hopes and, and plans and dreams that we have for the server going forward into 2023. I really love the end of the year. I think New Year's might be my favorite holiday because I really like, um, I don't know why, I really like thinking about uh, what's happened over the last year and then thinking about what's going to happen next year. And New Year's, oh, sorry about that. It's my very ferocious pet. Uh, New Year's is the only time that I can do that, I think. Uh, I kind of have that looking back, looking forward um, perspective. So, so um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. I have some notes here typed up that are, um, maybe you've heard some of this already because um, I've talked about how the server got started in other places. So if you've kept up with, uh, with, with uh, I don't know, if you've heard me give a talk somewhere else, I might have talked about how the Discord got started. But what I want to do today for the first maybe 20 or 30 minutes is kind of give you like a, the whole story. How did the server get started? Um, and uh, I don't know, some behind the scenes stuff. I always think that's, that, that stuff is interesting. And then, as I said, we'll talk about um, what we want the server to be like in 2023. Before I get started, Sarah, hi. Do you want to introduce yourself or say hello or anything? You don't have to, but uh, you're more than welcome to. Sarah's frantically looking for her unmute button. I do. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I do. No, um, clearly I've never been in a stage talk before, so I'm finding new buttons. And if anybody remembers last week, I couldn't even find the chat. So so everything's cool, going well. <laughs> but yeah, hi, everybody. It's uh, it's good to uh, to introduce myself to y'all. Uh, you just know me as, as the, the devil bird and and I'm sorry to disappoint, but I'm not really a bird. So is that the is that what the emoji is called? The, the devil bird? I, I mean it's the party parrot, but okay. like somebody just threw a devil skin on him and threw a flame behind him and I was like, I, I it's that a, checks out. It's a distinctive yeah. emoji, yeah. It's uh it's a good one. Um, yes. 
Great. So I like you. it. Thank you for that, Sarah. And, and uh, you know, I'm going to talk um, a lot as I usually do. But Sarah, if you ever want to just jump in, just go ahead and unmute yourself and cut me off because otherwise I'll just talk for, for half an hour. Um, and same well, for I'll subtle. see if I can be that impolite. Yeah. <laughs> and same for, for Subtle Knife and for Dars, who's also here. Hi, Dars. Both of them are moderators. I keep, uh, um, I'm going to make you um, speakers, but you don't have to speak. So whatever, if you want to interrupt at any moment, go ahead. But if not, that's cool. Okay, so overview. How is it that the server got started? What's happening here? Why does Bellingcat have a, have a Discord server? Well, I'll tell you that the server started as a kind of a joke um, in 2020 after our first Twitch stream. So I started streaming on Twitch for Bellingcat in 2020 very much as a, um, uh, a COVID anxiety project. You know, during COVID, a lot of people picked up like baking. A lot of people got into sourdough. Uh, I don't know. People started whatever, painting. They picked up different hobbies, right? And so for me, I picked up a whole bunch, but uh, one of them was was streaming on Twitch for Bellingcat. And I think after the first stream, um, somebody on Twitter said, hey, oh my God, you guys are on Twitch now. When are we getting a Discord server? And um, I think just really on a whim, Eric Toller, who's one of my colleagues here at Bellingcat, just started one. Um, really from one minute to the next, there was no planning whatsoever into like, how is this place going to look? We didn't have any meetings about, do we want a server? If we set it up, what's it going to, you know, how is it going to look? And are we going to have moderate? It was nothing like that. It was just, let's make a server. It takes two minutes to, get, to start a, a, a Discord server. And that's how long it took for us to set this up. That's all of the, all of the uh, before thought that went into it. And if you look at the Twitter announcement where, where Eric said, hey, we've got a Discord server, he says that we're probably going to regret doing this because... Again, we had no preparation. We really had never had any experience with Discord, any of us. And I, I certainly felt this way, and I suspect Eric felt this way as well. We thought it was just going to get flooded with trolls immediately. Like as soon as we, as we advertised, we thought it was just going to get overwhelmed with people telling us that we were terrible and we should jump out of windows and stuff. Um, and so we thought, you know, I don't know, we're going to have to shut it down in like two or three days probably because we're going to get overwhelmed with trolls. That never happened. Um, and so that was the first surprise. Um, out of many surprises, you know, all of them really wow. wonderful surprises having to do with um, what, it's, what it's like to run the server. So again, that's May 2020 as a joke. Uh, we start, not as a joke, I mean, you know, with no planning, really, we start the server. Um, then um, the server started filling up with people because the, the Bellingcat brand name is really powerful. And if you create an account that has Bellingcat in the name, people are gonna, are gonna join it. And we've seen this with the Twitch stream as well. We've seen it really with every platform that we've expanded into. But with Twitch, um, you know, we got tons of people following us just because we were there. Even though we hardly ever stream on Twitch, we got lots of followers. So the same thing happened here. We got lots of people joining, um, uh, even though the server wasn't really set up t correctly. Um, and it was very bare bones. And uh, it really wasn't very active at all. Sorry, let me just try to calm down my dog here for one second. So from May 2020 up until November 2021, so well over a year, the server just exists. And people are coming in, but it is really very dead. No one's really participating, including ourselves. Like, we don't really know what to do. We don't really know how to foster <laughs> a community. We were just, uh, we, the server was just set up. People were joining. People would say hi sometimes. 
but really on a week to week basis, I don't know, like two people might be talking in the server. And that was like a really active period. If we had two people talking, uh, you know, during a week period, we were like, oh my God, the server's coming to life. Uh, in November of 2021, things started to change. Uh, it started filling up because I think people were anticipating the invasion of Ukraine. And so there was a lot of interest in, in, in what was happening in Ukraine. People were thinking Russia. They were thinking Bellingcat. They were saying, oh, they have a Discord server now. Let's check that place out and see if they're talking about this, this upcoming invasion. So starting in November of 2021, it sort of the, the, the amount of people joining uh, kind of kicks up. And somebody named Darren S, who is, he'll pop in here every once in a while, like every couple of months, Darren will show up and he'll say, hey, do you remember me? I'll say, of course. Darren S uh, is a nice guy. And he said, hey, guys, he, he DM'd me and he said, hey, I noticed uh, that uh, you guys, you, you guys have a server, but it's, it's not really set up properly. He was really polite about it. And he said, I have experience running Discord servers. I can give you some tips. If you need somebody to help you out with like setting up the server and having rules and all that kind of stuff, I can help out with that. And so I took him up on it. I, I had a conversation with him. I think I, I met with him on Zoom. Um, was it Zoom? Yeah, I might have had a call with him. And he sent me a document with like uh, some pointers, like here's what you should do to get the server going. And um, it was around this time that Eric transferred ownership of the server to me. So he's the one that set it up. The server had been dead for a year, over a year. And um, I think Eric like forgot his password for the account or something. Like somehow he couldn't kind of be the guy who, who owned the server. And so Eric asked, uh, he opened up a ticket with Discord. Discord went ahead and gave me ownership of the server. And if you're not familiar with Discord, the server owner is the only person who could do certain administrative things. Like, for example, uh, turn the server into a community. That's a step that needs to be taken. Um, it, I mean, it's an active step. So you can have a server and you can have a community. But to, be, to turn a server into a community, you have to, like, click a button. And only the server owner can do that. And so there are benefits to having a community over a server. <clears throat> um, and that's why we decided, okay, let's, you know, we've got Darren S here who's now helping us set up this place to make it more welcoming, uh, more conducive to uh, people participating. And then we also, um, okay, let's just go ahead and turn it into a community. So that happened probably around November, December of last year. Um, and as I said, the rate at which people were joining was increasing by the end of 2021 because I, I, I suspect it was because people were anticipating the invasion of Ukraine and they wanted to be where Bellingcat was to follow that. So early 2022 starts, or 2022 begins, starting on February 24th, which is the day that the, the Russians invaded Ukraine, uh, hundreds of people began to join the server. And it was the first time that we saw a massive wave of people joining. And again, I think it just had to do with the fact that people wanted to keep up with the news. Eventually, we found out people wanted to help out People wanted to, to volunteer with Bellingcat. They wanted to help us do geolocations and identifying videos. And so they were flocking to the Discord server to help us do that. And so it really was starting in February, uh, late February of 2022, that the server became really alive. It, it reached a kind of a critical mass, both in membership and raw numbers, as well as in activity that, that, that brought it to life. So if you think about the server, there's two periods. There's a before... 2022 period and then the 2022 period. Uh, before 2022, it was completely dead. Throughout this year, it's been really alive and growing. 
So we went from about 3,500 members at the beginning of um, uh, 2022. Um, I'm sorry, we went from about 3,500 members on, you know, in mid-February to 4,500 members in, in about a week. Uh, so that was, again, the first big jump that we saw in membership. Just lots of people joining. It took us completely by surprise. Um, and more importantly than just joining, people were active. So they were asking questions. They were sharing news. They were actually participating in the server. And so suddenly, again, the server came to life. At this point, I was still really the only one among the staff who was active in the server. Um, you know, Eric is always online, but you know, different people are, are busy with different things. Um, I was the only one who was kind of engaging with it, I think, on a daily basis. And so, and so what happened was that um, uh, I realized, well, now that we have all these people joining the server, and if I'm, I can't be the only one who's like moderating it, right? So what I did was um, starting um, at the end of February, so I have here in my notes, on February 26th, I started to look for other moderators. So I started to look for community members who could help moderate the server because now we've got lots of people that's active. We need eyes on the server to make sure that, you know, I don't know, there's no trolls. There's, you know, people aren't fighting. If anybody's breaking rules, they're getting kicked out, et cetera. And so I asked Dars to become the first moderator. This was on February 26th. I looked at my notes. Dars, I knew from a previous project that we had worked on. So we had worked on uh, the January 6th project. Um, he was a Bellingcat volunteer back then. And so um, what we had done is um, we had um, um, sort of kept in touch um, over the years. And he was a member of the server, as I said, and I knew him to be a trustworthy and nice guy. So I was like, hey, if I have to ask somebody, uh, let me ask Dars because he's a cool guy. Dars thankfully said yes. And then I asked Sir Toasty, um, who you've maybe seen around. Toasty was also a really active member of the server back then. Really nice guy. And again, I was thinking, I need to ask essentially random people that, have, uh, that are in the server to be, <laughs> to be uh, moderators. Let me ask the ones that I see are active, that I see seem to be level-headed. And so Toasty became a moderator on March 1st. And um, then I asked Tehoringa, who I knew from Twitter and from Twitch. So Tehoringa I'd seen on Twitter a bunch. He, was an, he has an open source research account. And I'd seen him on Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, on Twitch. Every time I streamed on Twitch, he was there. He just seemed like the coolest guy, uh, always like giving off the best vibes. And I knew that he was active in the server as well. So I asked him to be a moderator. So within the span of about a week, we got 1,000 new members. The server came to life. And we had three moderators um, um, helping to set up. So by, by early March, the server really kind of sort of took shape. Um, Dars was really helpful in actually turning the server into a functional space. So Dars helped in setting up the rules, for example. So um, it used to be that the rules page had like individual posts and they weren't really kind of, it's not like they weren't, properly thought out, but the rules were very much like ad hoc. It was like, don't be a jerk. Like that was one of the rules. The rules was like, it literally was like, don't be a jerk, uh, which is, which is fine. And like, like, yes, don't be a jerk, please. That is a rule. Uh, but, but I think Dars had the idea, the good idea to say, Hey, let's make it a little bit more professional. Maybe let's write that in a, in a, in a, in another way, in a, in a way that sounds a little bit more professional, but still gets to the point of not being a jerk. So we redid the, the rules page. 
Uh, Dars helped, helped set up Rollbots. Um, he had the idea of locking the Ukraine channel behind a roll, which is really important for a reason that I'll, that I'll get into in a second. Um, and, and and so Dars was sort of like an architect of how do you like actually set up the server in a way that people uh, can, you know, sort of have a good time here and learn, not be exposed to traumatic content, know what the rules are, that kind of thing. Um, locking the Ukraine channel behind a role is important because um, we applied for Discord partnership in early March. And um, Discord partnership unlocks certain features for the server. So if you become a partner, you get certain features as a server owner. For example, the the bit, what's it called? The bit rate for the audio, like for the stage talks is a little bit higher. So the quality is a little bit higher. You get an animated banner, that kind of stuff. And then you also get like official recognition from Discord that your server is 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 a good server according to Discord's terms of service. So um, if you want to have a partner server, you can't, it has to adhere to like very strict terms of servers rules. And one of them we interpreted as being, you can't have a server that like shares graphic content sort of openly, um, just to put it that way. I'm not putting it correctly, but um, essentially we had to really consider how applying for partnership was, was a benefit, but it also meant that we had to structure the server in a particular way. And one of those ways was to, was to, be responsible with how we have people share potentially graphic content. And so again, that led to the locking of the Ukraine channel behind the sensitive media role so that you're not exposing yourself to traumatic content without actually like sort of clicking through it. Um, and then, so this is, yeah, so so in March, we applied for partnership. We got partnership in April. Um, and, uh, that's been really cool. Uh, partnership also gives you access to a couple of resources. So there's a couple of, uh, discord servers that are only for partners and for moderators. And, um, they're great because we can go into the servers. We can ask questions. They have events every once in a while. And every time discord is rolling out an update or they're, you know, rolling out a feature or something, they'll add, they'll sort of tease it into one of these servers. So we have we have the ability to kind of plan into the future about like, oh, Discord's releasing this new thing next month or in two months or whatever. You know, how do we incorporate that into a server? And we get uh, some swag, right? And we got some swag, yes. Uh, so I, so this is a point of contention still with Tihuringa, who if he was here would be furious, I'm sure, because I got a Discord sweater, a hoodie, and uh, believe me, I asked for multiple ones. I said, I checked, can I have many? Because it's not just me, it's the moderators. And they said, no, only the server owner gets it. I'm, ha I'm more than happy to share it. So um, we can have, I don't know, we could do set up like a joint custody of the hoodie where, I don't know, you have it for a couple months. I have it for a couple months. Um, I'd be happy to do that. And, and we, I got some stickers and stuff. Um, that I'm gonna um, uh, that are uh, they're in, they're here now. I don't use. I'm not a sticker guy, so you know, like people put them on laptops and stuff. I I don't do that. I've been. I want to take them to the office and kind of display them beside the news Emmy that we have. That's uh, coming at some point. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, Mayor is always talking about the hoodie. Yeah, it's, the the hoodies. <laughs> really, yeah, it always it's comes a up. big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so then, okay, so now we're in May 2022, the server's coming alive, we've got partnership, it's exciting, we have a moderating team, it's cool. And so now I'm thinking, how do we, uh, yeah, how do we turn this into a place where people can learn stuff? Uh, you know, what else can we do, right? Because now we've got a community of people who are here, 
what do we what do we give them, right? Uh, what can we provide to you, our community members, um, as a benefit for being here? And so I, I, we had originally sort of thought, well, we could do like um, free lesson, like we could do. So I did like a flight tracking thing once in in one of the video channels. That's tricky because obviously Bellingcat makes money. So we're a nonprofit, but the money that we make so that we can do research comes from a variety of, re of sources. One of them, actually a, ma a main uh, avenue of income is from training, from training seminars. So we have a lot of training materials, but we sort of keep them uh, close to our chest because that's how we make money. So it didn't really make sense for us to like give away free trainings on the Discord server so that we could come up with other materials, but then that takes a lot of time. And so there was a period of, of, of you know, thinking like, what can we do? How can we, I don't know, what can we, yeah, what can we do in the server so that people are coming in here and they're saying, oh man, I'm, I'm really happy I'm in the Discord server for Bellingcat because I'm learning stuff because they're doing X. And that's where the idea for the stage talks came out. And I think the first one happened in May. I think at first we, I wanted to do them once a month but over time, we've we've grown to do them about like twice a month, and I think that's cool. Um, the stage talks started in May, and um, I'm always welcoming suggestions, both from the moderators and from the community, about the kinds of people that you'd like to see on here. What I tell all the guests that I ask to come on is basically, I tell them, look, we've got a server here. It's packed full of really cool people. Um, just talk to them about anything that has to do with open source research that you think you know might be interesting uh, to them. Um, anything that like helps people learn how to get into open source research. I really like those kind of talks, anything that is again, sort of done in the spirit of Bellingcat being a place where we're sharing knowledge. We want everyone to be able to learn how to do this, that kind of thing. So we've had lots of really good guests. All of our guests have been wonderful. I see a couple of them here in the audience, Michael Coborn. Hello, Michael. And uh, Jake Godin have both been guests, um, and uh, I thank them for that, and I thank all of our other guests for for agreeing to uh, to come on and talk to us. So, um, okay, let's see. Uh, I'm almost done, and then we can go to questions. So, if you have a question, think about it, and then write it in the chat there so that uh, I can read it in a couple of minutes and try to answer it. So, after the February March kind of coming to life of the server. Um, I started to go back to Bellingcat uh, kind of more often and tell people like, hey guys, do uh, you remember that Discord server that we set up that, that we haven't really engaged with? It's alive now. And so every there was a period of time, I don't know, like a couple of months, like in maybe March, April, May, where like every meeting that I had with my colleagues, I was like, hey, so like the server's really, like I just kept talking about the Discord server <laughs> like all the time because I wanted to get people excited about it. And I think I, I don't know, I must have sounded annoying and like a broken record because, you know, I was like, hey, the server's cool. Like, you should get in there. It, it, that worked, I think, is that over time, more and more of my colleagues started to join the server. So now we have tons of staff uh, who are in here, including Elliot Higgins, who's the founder of Bellingcat. You might see him in here every once in a while. Um, uh, he just recently joined. And so um, the, the server continued to, to, to grow throughout the summer. Um, I wanted to add more moderators because we were getting more and more people. So again, remember in early 2022, we had about 3,500 people. By March, April, we might have had 5,000 people. And that number kept increasing. People kept kept coming in because we were advertising the server on Twitter. And so then I wanted to add more moderators. And it was really, really important, obviously, to pick the right people. Um, and so um, 
I thought I, uh, I thought I had a really good sense of who was a good role model because I'm always online on the Discord. I don't know if you've noticed, but like I'm I'm always uh, aside from when I'm sleeping, I'm I'm always sort of on the Discord. Um, I'm always watching it. I'm always checking it on my phone. So I had a really good sense. I felt like of like who 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 would I want to be a moderator. And really, role model was the key phrase in my head. Like, who's a, who's a person in the community that I can point to and say, this is the kind of person that we, that we value in this community and, and that we'd like to see more of. And so um, I asked uh, Sarah to join in August, because precisely that. I'd seen her around. She was uh, always really wonderful to, to everyone that she interacted with. And so I asked her in August to join. Um, she, she thankfully agreed. Um, and, uh, you know, the rest is history. She's been fantastic. And then the same thing happened with Subtle Knife. Um, I asked her in November to join and it was the same deal. It was like, we want to add a new moderator. Who's a nice person, uh, who seems really cool. Um, really sort of, again, the kind of person that we, we really want to have in the server, um, as a, as a role model. And, and all of the moderators agreed. Yes. Subtle Knife is definitely that person. So I asked them in November to join both have been just wonderful um and uh and i'm really happy that they're here and i should have said this earlier but let me say it now um the server would not exist without the moderators like that full stop the server would not exist without the moderators that we have because it is a lot of work really and if we didn't have their help we would have probably shut it down like if it was just me running this place either other staff members from Bellingcat would have sort of been pressed into service uh, to be the moderators uh, of the server. I don't know if that would have worked. Uh, we might have just panicked and said, hey, let's just close it. We don't have the capacity to, 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 uh, to moderate the server properly. Um, it might have just gone into like disrepair and just sort of, uh, yeah, end it. So the server really exists uh, today, and it is a nice place uh, because of the moderator. So thank you so much to, uh, to all of them. Um, and I, I, I just keep talking. Um, so I, if you, you know, I'll give you a chance to, to talk later. If you want to interrupt me uh, at any moment, mods, you can go ahead and do that. I'm almost done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I did say this yesterday. Um, uh, it may be tempting fate, but it has been extremely easy to moderate this board. The, yeah. These people, all of you there. Yeah. Yeah, I've, You've been very, very, very well behaved. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've never moderated a Discord server, but you have, right? Sarah and Subtle Life, you have as well, right? You've, you've moderated before, right? Oh, gosh, I did a football for yeah. fans. A bit okay. different. Oh, my God. Yeah, and and both of you have said that to me, that it's like, this is this place is like the chillest place. Like, everybody's really cool. Um, I, This is my only experience, as I said, moderating. And, and, and I agree. I mean, it's... It's a lot of work, I think, sort of like administratively and like thinking about like, how do you, how do I improve it? Like that's, you know, uh, but the actual like banning of people uh, or like kicking them out is minimal because everyone's really, really chill. Uh, okay. So we're at the end of the year. It's December 29th. We've got over uh, 14,600 members. That's over 10,000 new members this year alone. Um, we have seen an increasing uh, wave of, they call themselves sometimes Twitter migrants, because of course, Elon Musk bought Twitter recently. And uh, well, you know how that's going. And so people are, are, are I think understandably saying, hey, um, I don't wanna be here anymore, including myself. I've, I've, I've sworn off Twitter for the next while at least. 
uh, and they've said, let's let's go somewhere else. Where else is Bellingcat? Oh, they're in Discord. So the fact that we're getting so many new members uh, joining is a testament to how much Elon Musk is, is hated, uh, I think, on Twitter, uh, understandably so, so, so and correctly so. I was looking at some server stats earlier, and overwhelmingly, the, the, the majority of people in the server are relatively new to Discord. So I don't know if they joined Discord because they wanted to join the Bellingcat server, but most people are new to Discord. So I, I think it has, again, something to do with with people fleeing Twitter. And I also saw, and I shared it in one of the channels earlier, uh, an article from Bloomberg that was talking about how people are tired of, I mean, aside from the Musk thing, they're tired of like doom scrolling on Twitter because um, Twitter can become that thing. It can become a platform where you're just like reading bad news after bad news after bad news. And Discord is a sort of a refreshing, newish way of engaging with people online. That's more reminiscent of the earlier internet where you had message boards and you had uh, chat rooms, you know, prior to social media. So I think people are, are also attracted to that in a way. I certainly am. Okay, biggest challenges. Um, oh, yeah, so, so there's a note here from, from Sarah uh, to mention how great the community is and how it's not been a disaster to moderate, uh, echoing what Subtle Knife said. Yeah, so thank you all for being so wonderful, really. Um, uh, okay, so uh, biggest challenges of the year or biggest challenges, I think, for running the server, making sure that we're keeping up with the Discord terms of service. That's, I think, been a big one. Every time we make a big decision, I feel like it has to do with uh, keeping up with the Discord terms of service. The worst thing that could happen, obviously, is that we wake up one day and, uh, oh, I see, oh, I thought that was Sarah that had to leave. Uh, whoever has to go, Happy New Year. I think maybe it's stars. Um no, it's um, Ram, Mram. Bye, Mram. Thanks for coming. Um, so, any the worst thing that could happen is we wake up one day and and Discord. I got an email in my inbox from Discord saying, "Hey, your your server violated the terms of service. It's gone. We nuked it." Um, so we don't we don't want that to happen. So every time we come up with a rule or we're enforcing a rule, really it's looking to that. It's looking to the to the Discord terms of service to make sure that we're not violating it. Another big challenge is that um, you know, how do we differentiate between the work that we're doing in the server and the global authentication project, which is the, the GAP, uh, which is Bellingcat's formal volunteer network. That was a challenge earlier on in particular when lots of people started joining the server, as I said, right after Russia invaded Ukraine, and they wanted to help out with like geolocations um, from Ukraine. So that's wonderful, and we like people doing that, and, and that's really the, in the spirit of Bellingcat, but now Bellingcat has a formal volunteer platform called The Gap, where volunteers are selected, they are onboarded, they undergo certain kinds of training, they have access to mental health resources, and they, and they, and they do geolocations there in The Gap. So uh, I remember having discussions with um, Hannah Bagdazar, who's the lead investigator for The Gap, early in the year, talking about like, how do we make sure that the Discord server isn't an unofficial Gap, right? Like where people are just doing geolocations and that we're taking them and then and then you know the gap is is not undermined but sort of like sidestepped or so that's that's been a challenge thinking through that has been challenging okay five more minutes and then we can do q a looking forward to 2023 so if you didn't if if i didn't make myself clear there 2022 has been the biggest year for the server by far i consider uh, helping to make the server what it is today, my biggest professional accomplishment of 2022, really. Um, of uh, all the things that I've done at Bellingcat, this is the, the project that I'm most happy about, the one that I'm most proud of, I think, is, is, is helping set this place up. 
So what are we looking forward to in 2023? Well, the, I think the stage talks have gone well. Um, so we want to do more of those. So um, we have a list of people that we want to ask to come on. And uh, we're going to be putting the stage talks on podcasting platforms. So like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I think it's called. Um, and that's going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, I would say within the first couple of months of the year, you'll be able to listen to the stage talks on like Spotify. Right now they're on, on SoundCloud, uh, but then you'll be able to get them elsewhere. Hopefully they'll be transcribed also. That's something that we've been working on. Um, you have to understand Bellingcat is tiny. There's only about 30 of us. We're all doing a hundred different things. And so it's hard for us to sort of assign new work to people who are already doing lots of different things. Uh, but hopefully we'll, we'll hire people in the near future that can help us with, with this um, uh, move. We also want to think about other ways to engage with you, the community. So I think the stage talks are great, but I don't know, maybe there's other stuff that we could do. I occasionally stream myself playing video games. I don't know if you've ever like uh, checked that I'm like playing Diablo 2 or I don't know, something. Um, and I always do it like if I have an hour or so free because I, I think it's fun. I mean, I love playing games. I'm always playing games. But I think it's fun when people come in and then we just like end up chatting about stuff and they can ask, you know, I don't know, we'll end up talking about like, sometimes you talk about games, but sometimes they ask questions about Bellingcat and I'm just, you know, we're playing and we're chatting and we're making friends. So I don't know, more stuff like that. Tristan, who's one of my colleagues, um, he's in the um, tech team. He has mentioned the idea of streaming himself coding. Um, and so maybe that's something that you would see uh, happening in the server sometimes. He'll be, he'll be coding and he can come in and ask him questions. I think that'd be really cool. So in general, sort of more community engagement. So more things for us, the people who work at Bellingcat to do with you. Um, I we, um, mm -hmm. we just watched some baseball games last year too. Oh, yeah, and that yeah. was fun. Like we were just hanging out. Yeah. Yes, I had yes. my moderator interview uh, That's a right. baseball game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I streamed a baseball game. The MLB, uh, major league baseball has a, a, a game of the week that they stream on YouTube. And yeah, uh, I streamed like all of it or most of it. And then Sarah was there and we were just chatting and yeah. And I think that's when I asked you to become a moderator. Yeah. Um, yeah, so and everybody was going, why is this game so terrible and slow? Like all the Europeans who were like, why, why do you guys watch this? It's yeah. Like, well, yeah, it was a three hour we, game we just, and nothing just, happened. <laughs> yeah. But that's precisely what happens during a baseball game. You talk to someone, you get to know them, you ask them to be a moderator on the server. Yeah. So that's, that's what baseball is about. It's about talking and making friends. So yeah, more stuff like that, like more things that, that, uh, I'll just say in general, like I like anything that kind of demystifies Bellingcat. Because I remember what, before I used to work here, I used to think that Family Cat was like um, the Avengers. It was like, oh my God, you know, that's Thor and 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 the Hulk and Spider Man and and um, and I could never be an Avenger. Like, I, you know, they're, they're superheroes, uh, but of course we're not. We just like we're normal people. And anything that sort of short sort of shortens the distance between you know what your idea might be of a bellingcat researcher and the reality which is really kind of boring <laughs> and like i'm just i've just told you like do you want to watch me play a video game for an hour <laughs> like that's what i do in my free time right uh anything that kind of shortens that gap i think is 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 cool and 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 so that's maybe something that we can think about doing i'll definitely try to stream more baseball games um uh 
uh, it, when the season's back. We also want to do more community building. I love the fact that Bellingcook is one of the more active channels in the server. It's like the, the one server that has nothing to do with, <laughs> with uh, open source research. If you don't know about it, it's just a, it's a channel where people talk about food. And and it's great and and like I love that it's like the mo one of the most active channels because people are engaging with their community and they're making friends and they're sharing recipes and stuff. I love that chit chat is also really uh, big and so we, I like that. I like I want more spaces. I want that sort of thing to continue for people to make friends here, uh, to not just uh, talk about horrible things that are happening in the world, but but to see this as a place where like, yeah, you can make friends and you can chat and you can get to know people and and. Yeah, and, and just make new friends. Stars uh, wants you to do a, a stream of cooking, so oh, rebelling cook like a, a cooking stream. A Twitch, yeah, yeah so. that could be on. Uh, I'd have to like get one of those like vests and get a attach a GoPro to my <laughs> chest. If we can, uh, yeah, right, that, right. we can make that happen. That why not? Hey, why not? Why um, not? Yeah, if we're streaming MLB, hey, we can we can stream cooking, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, a couple of other things here. Um, I'm going to skip. So uh, a couple of suggestions from Sarah. So this is a really important one. So more fostering of investigations and research by our own community members. So this is a really, this is something that's really wonderful that's happened. So we have a, a couple of people in the server. One of them is Chris, who, who I see here. Hi, Chris, who, uh, and Sarah, obviously, and, and Morsaki. Um, there's lots of people in here who, who've kind of, uh, they'll do work in the server independent, obviously, of Bellingcat, and then they'll publish it on Medium or or on or they'll do a Twitter thread. That kind of stuff is is cool. Like, um, and it's really again in the spirit of of open source research in general, but but of Bellingcat specifically. And so that is key to making this space work. I think for us for Bellingcat, if this can be a place where different people can come together and work on things together and 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 learn how to do that kind of work and then disseminate it online. That is fantastic. So the suggestion here is how do we do this more? Um, that's something that we can think about for next year. And as always, you know, yeah. if you want to help watching us people sort of mm -hmm. just watching people sort of focus in on and, and, and narrow in on something they're interested in and you see it happen. And it's the coolest thing in the world to watch it yeah. happen where you can yeah. see somebody go from you know, sort of a person who reads the news to a person who's engaging with the news to a person who is developing an interest and and at times pulling more people in and saying, hey, guys, look at this with me. Mm -hmm. And that's my favorite thing to watch happen. And I see it all the time now. And, and whenever I see it, I want to encourage it. And yeah, I mean, I, I know it's it's one of um, your favorite things, but but just for me too. like when I see those forum posts and things kicking off, it's 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 like, well, this is why I'm an Internet janitor, you know, so I can <laughs> foster this sort of, <laughs> totally. you know, this this is what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. And and you know what, like Twitter, thinking about the future of of of, of open source research, I guess, in 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 light of the possible <laughs> demise of Twitter. I mean, Twitter was that space for a lot of people, including myself. I think Michael would say the same thing. Jake would say the same thing. Twitter was the place where you would do that, where you would go and you would read about the news and then, and then suddenly you know a little bit more and you find somebody else that you can work on something with and you start a thread and it gets retweeted and then suddenly now you're the, you're the person producing research. Michael has an interesting comment. Oh yeah, let In me 2023, mm -hmm. re far-right research in particular, 
I want to find ways to turn some of what we do in the current channel and chats into investigations and publications, even brief ones or parts of one. There you which go. would Perfect. be very interesting. I would be interested in that, definitely. Yeah, and thank you, Michael. That's Michael Coborn for people listening, um, who is uh, one of our one of my colleagues here, Bellingcat, who who does research on the far right, and and indeed the far right channel the far right monitoring channel in the discord server is one of the more active ones because there's so many great people in there sharing news. And as Michael is saying, they're kind of working, um, on, on monitoring far right groups across the world. So that'd be really cool. Michael, that's the kind of thing that we want to see more of. Um, okay. Well, I'll open it up to questions. The last thing I want to say is we want this server to be a place where you can learn, where you can share, where you can make friends. So if you have any suggestions on we can better do that, we're always around. You can DM us. You have a meta channel where you can put suggestions. Uh, so thank you so much for making this the best year for our server. I'm really excited about what 2023 has in store. I also want to read a comment here from Tehoringa, who could not be here. Uh, but Tehoringa wrote, um, I want to thank the community so much for making the server what it is. It is an, an accessible forum to discuss Bellingcat's work and chat and learn about open source research across many regions and disciplines. The fact that it is essentially self-moderating and civil makes our jobs as moderators so much easier. So thank you so much. That's from Tehoringa. And with that, I will cede the microphone. If anybody has a comment or a question, go ahead and type it in the chat. Uh, we got about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes for Q&A. Uh, if you asked a question earlier, Please re-ask it because I see there's tons of messages that I've skipped. I'm going to try to pick some random ones here. Who coined the name Bellingcat? This is supposed to symbolize something from Gordy. Hello, Gordy. Um, that's an interesting question. Um, and the answer is this. If Elliot was here, Elliot's the founder of Bellingcat, he would say something like this. He would say that he had the idea of, or I don't know if he was him who had the idea, but he wanted, he wanted, he liked the idea of belling the cat. There's a story of, of the community of mice who are terrorized by this, by this giant cat and they want to do something about it. And so they get together, the mice get together and they say, what can we do to stop this cat from eating us at night, from hunting us? And the mice say, well, we're all so small. Um, we are not powerful like the cat. The cat's faster than us. He's got big fangs and, and, and paws. We can't take him on. Um, so what can we do? They got together. They were discussing this. And then one mouse had the idea. He said, well, we're much smaller than him. But if we can tie a bell around his neck when he's sleeping, when he wakes up and he starts stalking us at night, we'll hear the bell from a distance and then we'll run away. And then the cat won't be able to get us anymore. So that idea of like little mice doing something to call attention to the actions of big, powerful actors like the cat. That's, that's what Bellingcat is doing. We are the little mice. I'm a little mouse. All my colleagues here are little mice. You are all who do open source research uh, and call attention to what bad people are doing, you're all the little mice. And so uh, Elliot was going to register bellingthecat.com, but that was like 5,000 pounds or something. But Bellingcat was like 50 pounds. So uh, it was cheaper to register Bellingcat, um, and that's why it's called Bellingcat. And it's one of those things, if you think about it, I wonder if, if we would be successful if we were Belling the Cat. Because from a marketing perspective, Bellingcat, I think, is much nicer. So I wonder if there's like an alternate universe where Belling the Cat is just like completely defunct, went bankrupt years ago because nobody ever went on the website because they had a, a, a bad name. Bellingcat is, uh, is a really good name. So there you go, Gordy. That's when the you were talking today, 
when you were talking yesterday on Twitch about how you had called the lady in um for, oh, yeah. for, at the church to look up, and I just thought of like a lady who was trying to understand you're from Belling Cat and like how that translated into Spanish and like yeah. it like she... and then the questions you were asking on top of that like. This guy from a place called Bellingcat wants to know if somebody could have been baptized here before the yeah. the church was here. And I just I just so imagine confusing. her hanging up the phone. I did tell yeah. her we were we were from Holland. I said we're from the Netherlands. So that would have even been more confusing. But she because at first she, I, I remember she said, oh, are you from like Lima? Like, are you from are you like a Peruvian outlet? And I was like, no, no, we're from the Netherlands. And yes. And we want to know these things about about this person. Yeah, it's a it's a confusing time for sure. Uh, quick question here from Beepus. How did you set up the stage chat to have video? Uh, this is a feature that Discord is rolling out to servers in the future. So your server, if you have one, Beepus should have this at some point. Partner servers got it early, I understand. More questions here. Let's see. Um, will Ben Strick or A.L. Weissman be invited? So this is from Chris. Hi, Chris. Will Ben Strick or A.L. Weissman be invited as a guest? Because that'd be cool. Yes, it could be. I, I'll tell you one thing. I've asked Ben Strick to be a guest, and Ben Strick did not reply. He, I understand, is difficult to get a hold of, and um, I, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting anything uh, uh, nefarious is going on or that he's slighted me in any way. Ben is, I, I, is a great person. I've met him a couple of times. I've had the benefit of meeting him a couple of times, a privilege. He's fantastic. He's a personal role model. He's been busy. Maybe I, maybe I should try again. Uh, but I did ask him once, and he uh, never responded. A.L. Weissman, we've worked on a couple times. Um, yeah, I could ask him. Um, I, I have a list, Chris. I have a, um Excel sheet with people's names. I'll put him on there. I, I, I hadn't thought about him, but I will. That's a really good one. Thank you there, uh, Chris. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, a question from Andrew. Discord started as a service for gamers, kind of like a feature-rich feature rich TeamSpeak. Do you guys play video games besides Giancarlo? I, I, my, yeah, I play tons of video games. I don't know if Sarah or Subtle Knife, if you play games. <laughs> Barely. Barely, okay. I used to um, before mm -hmm. before I came to, to the Bellingcat Discord. I mean, at this time last year, I was just an appreciator, and I was somebody who read the articles when they came out. And now, um, now it's 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 escalated, and um, you know, doing my own research and stuff like that. So so yeah, I mean, unfortunately, video games has have sort of gone to the side. It's it's not a thing because I've also been trying to finish its certificate program. Oh yes. While you know, um, while you know, I'm trying to manage the uprising in Bellingcook, and it's just there's a lot happening. <laughs> You're doing so. the responsible the responsible thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it sucks, but here we are. So. Uh, among yeah. the... if, if you hear any if you hear any clicking that's me knitting and that's what i'm doing instead <laughs> there you go uh, it, it, uh among the bellingcat staff a lot of a lot of the folks play so jake is a huge gamer sorry to uh doxy there jake uh eric plays games elliot also plays a lot of games so yeah i think um it, like if you took a poll of like the hobbies among bellingcat uh, people gaming would be the top one andrew um kind of another question here from Dars, thank you so much for collecting these Dars. Are there opportunities to join OSINT workshops? Especially from uh, us who have no journalism and background. This is from MRAM. Uh, yes, Bellingcat does run workshops um, a couple of times a year. We announce them on Twitter. They fill up literally 
within hours of us announcing them. So you kind of have to get lucky and like see the tweet. But we do run them uh, a few times a year. Uh, these are workshops for people who have very little or no experience in journalism or open source research. How many spies do you think are lurking in here? Uh, asks Morsaki. I don't know. I would say it's more than zero. I would say <laughs> for sure. It's a non, it's, a, it's more than zero. Um, Why do you think we're lurking? Uh, they're lurking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a couple for sure. I mean, it just makes all the sense in the world that they would plop a couple people in here. Why not? Right. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, always keep that in mind if you're posting in the server that, you know, we don't know who's watching and some of them might be bad folks. Uh, thanks for the question there. We got a question here from Slang. Hello, Slang. Uh, uh, really good to see you. Thank you for coming. Question regarding feature plans. Is there a limit or target to the number of members on the server? Would its structure uh, need to adapt to grow up past a certain size or is it inherently scalable? Very good question. So as I understand it, the limit to, there might be a limit. I don't know if anybody knows what it is, but there's servers that have like literally a million people in them. So there are servers who have, uh, I think I've seen servers with a million people in them. Uh, so that's, let's say that it's a million. Uh, if we ever got a million people in here, oh my goodness. Um, there are servers who, there are servers, open source research servers that are larger than ours, namely their Project Owl server, which is great. The Project Owl community is cool. Um, I remember when I first joined Discord, I went to the Project Owl server and I was really intimidated by the number of channels and it seemed to be like a really big place. And so I want to try to not, I want to try to avoid making Bellingcat server feel like a really big place for as long as possible. So I don't know, I don't know how we can do that, but certainly the more people that join, I want to try to make sure that this keeps like a small town feel. I don't know how to do that, but that's something that we do talk about that a lot. Yeah. Like that's something we are consistently kicking around is how do we make, you know, we had talked about how we're getting so many people from Twitter and how discord is a very different experience from Twitter. Um, in my day job, I create content to help people learn how to do things. So, you know, we had talked about how do we get people who are, you know, maybe not familiar with Discord onboarded here correctly so they find what they want to find. They're not being notified of if they just want to learn about Bellingcat and not what the community does, that's okay. How do we help them find how to do that? And and it's just an ongoing discussion. Um and, you know, and keeping it manageable is when there's i don't know i mean open source is the whole world and everything in it so trying to keep channels manageable that's that's the ongoing debate you know yeah and slow t has pointed out um that uh discord has a new feature which is called and we have it actually it's called um onboarding so if you go to the left side if you go to the channel screen or the channel panel on your discord app you'll see that under event, there is a thing called channels and roles. And if you click on that, you can answer questions that I set up. And so one of the questions would be, I think the, the general question is, what do you wanna do in the server? Why are you here? And one of the answers might be, I wanna make friends. So if you click on, I wanna make friends, it's gonna suggest that you join all of the social channels. Another answer is, I am here to learn about open source research. If you click on that, it's gonna say, you should join these channels that are about learning how to do open source research. So um, it looks like Discord, as Slow T is pointing out, 
is trying to allow you to customize your server experience so that you don't join a server and you have 90 channels looking at you all lighting up. You can pick the, the 10 that you want to, to be a part of. So if you feel like you're lost in the Bellinka Discord server, or if you feel like you might be lost if you were to join, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud and you haven't joined yet because you're intimidated by, by how many channels there might be, you can totally customize the, the channels that you see. And so you can really pick, I, I just want to join these 10 channels and that's it. Uh, so thank you, Sloti, for, for pointing that out. Uh, some people want all the channels, like Eridese, uh wants all the channels. That's cool. Yeah, I, I want them all as well. I get anxious because I'm, I'm out of the Elon Musk thread. And I, uh, and I sometimes I think, oh my gosh, I haven't checked in on that thread. I wonder what's going on in there. But I think Sarah <laughs> and Subtle Knife are always in there. So you guys are keeping an eye on... Um, it's the same with me. It's fear of missing out. Fear of missing out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if Yeah, I mean, I always worry that something will happen on my watch and then you'll, your nightmare will happen where you wake up in the morning <laughs> and Discord has shut us down. And, you know, and we joked for a while when I was the newest mod that everything was my fault. And I've not quite been able to let that go yet. So, you know, if something goes wrong in the Elon thread and just, and, you know, and, and I... I catastrophe i'm scared of it so yeah, so yeah I, I have to i have to check it <laughs> i have heard that when discord sends you that email it tells you who's whose fault it is it will say so it would say it's sarah's fault that the server got nuked uh, in particular yeah. this particular yeah um, and nobody would be surprised right no i'm kidding <laughs> no of course not. yeah I'm not kidding. You know, one of the, i i love waking up in the morning and seeing all of the channels that were active while I was sleeping and just like reading through them and seeing that people were talking and, and you know, being civil to each other and learning. I really like that. That that's part of my morning <laughs> routine, waking up and seeing what happened to the server while I was sleeping. And it's always good. Except for the hiccups recently. There's a couple of times I'll wake up and there'll be a message in moderator, somebody saying, Hey, I had to, you know, ban someone or time, but that's exceedingly rare. I think we've only ever banned. If no. you check the ban list, we've banned, I think like 10 people or like 15 people. It's hardly anybody. Uh, and, and a lot of those are like bots that will come in and they'll spam like nitro subscriptions and I'll just, I'll just ban it if I see it. So it's not even people who are causing trouble, um, or like coming in here to insult us. It's just like random bot accounts. Oh, Dars is where 34 bans. Okay. Sorry. Last time I checked was a couple months <laughs> ago, I guess, but, uh, Hey, 34 is still pretty good for a server that's been around for a couple of years that has 15,000 members. I think that's, I think that's good. I see that uh, uh, Sepulco is saying, hi, Sepulco. By the way, Sepulco, uh, um, I mentioned yesterday in the Twitch stream, is uh, one of the first people to get famous from the server uh, for helping to <laughs> geolocate a video related to Elon Musk. So always good to see you, Sepulco. Uh, I also see that one of our colleagues is typing a uh, question. I don't want to dox this person, so I'm not going to say your name. Um, Uh, but they're here. If you want to dox yourself, you can do that. So this is a question from a, an individual. They ask, hey, Giancarlo, uh, maybe you remember an article where a person was referred to as a Bellingcat volunteer. What do you think about it and how does it affect Bellingcat? I think I remember this article, but maybe you can remind me and I'll try to give a general answer. But if you, if you want to kind of re remind me of the article specifically, you can answer specifically. Um, so this, oh yeah, so uh, I'm going to say, I'm reading the question here. So what happens if somebody in the server does something illegal, for example, and they um, are on the news? 
um, and the news reports that this person was a Bellingcat volunteer because they were in the server. So that happened recently. Uh, somebody was in the news um, because they, they did something. I, I'm being very general. They did, they did something. They were arrested for something. Um, and the news reported that this person was a Bellingcat volunteer. So how do we deal with that? So we had a discussion about that when this occurred. This happened a couple of weeks ago. And the fact is that this person is not a Bellingcat volunteer. So if you're in the Discord server, you're not a Bellingcat volunteer. The Discord server is open. <laughs> Anybody can join it. There's no way to uh, uh, filter who joins. That's by design. It's, it's like a public street, right? You can't control who's outside. Like that's, It's the public, right? <laughs> Uh, so there's no requirement whatsoever for you to be in the server. Uh, if you are, if you join the server and you violate the Discord terms of service or you violate the server rules, then you can get kicked out or you could be banned, right? But if somebody says, "Hey, I'm in the Discord server, therefore I'm a Bellingcat volunteer," that is incorrect. That is factually not true. And so if we were asked that, like if somebody, if a reporter called me and said, "Hey, so and so was arrested, they're a Bellingcat volunteer." I would say, no, they're not. They are a member of the Bellingcat Discord server. It's open. Anybody can join. And, uh, and we have no way of knowing who's in here. It's, a, it's an open space. Uh, if they were a member of the GAP, then that's, that's then the, yes, they're a Bellingcat volunteer. So this is, this is that distinction that I mentioned earlier that we've had um, discussions about how to make that clearer. Again, if you're in the server, you're a, a member of the Bellingcat Discord server community but this is an open space. Anybody can join. Uh, in order to be a Bellingcat volunteer, in order to, on your LinkedIn account, for example, say, I'm a volunteer at Bellingcat, you really have to be in the gap, in the global authentication project. Uh, that's how you become a Bellingcat volunteer. So that's, how, that's what I would say uh, to, to this question, um, uh, that the, the person wasn't a volunteer because being in the server does not mean you're a, you're a volunteer. It means you're in a server with 15,000 other people that anybody else can, can join. Yeah, can join, yeah. And then the response here is, thank you. I also think that Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. anybody can say anything online. I can say, yeah. you know, um, well, I'm not gonna make the, the joke that I can say I'm a member of an intelligence service because, you know, people get crazy about that with Bellingcat. But, you know, I can say that, that I work anywhere in the world. And, and a lot of people do, if you're on LinkedIn or something, I constantly get, requests for people to connect with me because they want to be hired at XYZ company or, or they just want to establish a presence. So just by, you know, somebody saying that they're a Bellingcat volunteer, like, okay, anybody can say anything and some like work should be done to verify that it's. Yeah, true. definitely. And we've had this discussion as well, because if you, if you go on LinkedIn and you look up Bellingcat volunteer, a lot of people show up with, uh, with that title and and we haven't done a thorough survey, but we're pretty sure that not all of them really are Bellingcat volunteers. So, but but again, that, that's precisely your point, Sarah. That you can go on and say I worked at that CNN, but I never did, right? So yeah, it's sort of like that, right? You can say whatever you want, but what is actually true is it could be something else. Um, okay, folks. Uh, last question here from from Fraser because I, I do have to uh, uh, go. I have a hard out right now. Um, do you have any, so this is from Fraser. Do you have any ideas about the percentage split between journalists and OSINT people on the server? I don't know. Um, that's a really good question. I have no idea. Um, I would, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. It's completely, it's a black box. It's a total black box. Um, 
I would say probably there's more open source research people than journalists because there's a lot of open source research people on Twitter and the entry level, like the barrier to be considered an open source research person, I think is way lower than, than it is to be a journalist. I think, you know, that's good and bad. Um, but I think there's probably going to be more people who identify as open source research enthusiasts uh, or practitioners on Twitter than, for example, um, uh, a journalist who works at, a, at, a, at an organization. Thank you there, Fraser. Um, okay, question from Thomas. What is the best way to demonstrate interest in and usefulness to the Global Authentication Project without sidestepping it through the Discord? Uh, Thomas, very good question. So how do you get into the gap, basically? You can write an email to volunteer at bellingcat.com and you can say, hey, my name is Thomas. Um, I'm really interested in the gap. How can I join? And I believe that then you will receive a response from um, uh, uh, Hannah, who's our lead investigator for the gap. And she'll send you a form and you'll fill out the form. And then once you fill out the form, um, you'll be put in a pool of people who can be selected for, for projects. So um, that's the kind of straightforward way of doing it. Now, um, if you want to build up experience so that you can apply to the gap and, and say, you don't have to do this, but if you want to kind of build up experience so you can say, hey, I know how to do X, Y, and Z when you apply to the gap, you can totally be an active member of the server here and, 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 and do geolocations in the Israel-Palestine channel when Chris is working on something. Uh, you could, you know, engage with the server in any way that you that you like. You can share news about environmental issues. Maybe you like flight tracking, so you're going to be really active in the in the ships and planes channel. So completely up to you. Don't have to do that. Um, but if you, again, want to engage with the server, learn stuff, put out information so that when you do apply to the gap, you, you can say that on your application. That's That's what the server is for. Okay, um, I have to go, and um, I am going to wish everybody a wonderful 2023. Have a great New Year's Eve. Um, have a great start to your year. We will not have stage talks in January, I believe, because I'm on break. Um, but uh, they'll come back in February with a vengeance. We'll have really good guests. And um, again, thank you all so much for making this a wonderful server, a wonderful year. And especially a big thank you to Sarah, Subtle Knife, Dars, Tihoringa, Sir Toasty, the moderators, and uh, for all the work that they're doing. And uh, again, thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Stage Talk. If you'd like to catch a Stage Talk live and ask the guest questions, Join the Bellingcat Discord server by visiting www.discord.gg forward slash Bellingcat. The music you've heard is titled 1983 by Ben Elson and is courtesy of Epidemic Sound.